Alrighty, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Time Out with Doc and Caveman. As always, you're here with Dr. Fantasy and the Fantasy Caveman. Today, we're going to be reviewing week one of our players of the week for the NBA season. Just so people know, if we say anything and you're like, hey, that's not right. This is cut off before the Sunday games because we're recording this on Sunday and then we're posting it on Tuesdays. So we're more talking. It's the new week is going to start on Sunday through Saturday every week. So if we and are saying, you know, oh, the. My work week technically starts on Sunday. So. Well, there you go. See, we're just going by caveman time. No one else's time matters. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I just want to make that clear. So, for example, like the Hornets were 2-0, and but then they played in one. They actually won today, but technically that starts the new week for the Hornets. So they're 1-0 and this week. So just as an example. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to be doing this every week, going through our Eastern and Western Conference Players of the Week. I'm going to throw in some honorable mentions just to get some conversation rolling a little bit as well. Um, and then I'll, I'll mention a few rookies as well, just because I think it's worth mentioning. And one of my favorite things about the NBA season as it rolls along is I like seeing how rookies and younger players progress. So I'll probably bring that up every once in a while. But uh, let's hop right into. Oh, make sure you subscribe on YouTube, like this video as well. All that fun, happy jazz. That's important. So make sure you do that. Uh, comment below who your players of the week are as well. We want to hear from you guys. We've had some videos when we did our team previews that had a lot of uh, comments. So comment who your player of the week is. But let's hot start. We ended last episode with the stupid Warriors. So we're going to start with the goddamn Western Conference then oh, because I don't want And you're going to go first because I don't want to talk you about the get, Warriors anymore after this. So get this out of your system so we don't have to talk about it anymore. All right. Uh, yeah, my Western Conference uh, Player of the Week is Steph Curry. I mean, shocker. Huh? I mean, I'm look. I'm looking at. And here, here's my. And I'm. I'm not sure how you. What your exact criteria are were for Game of the Week. I mean, Player of the Week. But for me. I look at it, I looked at it as a one week season and who is that week's MVP? Okay. That's that's kind I mean that's kinda how like each every week we do these, I was like, okay, who was the MVP this week? That's kinda how I did my uh play, my player of the week, playing player of the week. So I mean Steph Curry, I mean look at it when he played playing the Lakers, didn't have a great shooting game, only shot five of twenty one. But had a triple double. I mean, and even I mean, I don't I don't believe in Steph Curry's own assessment of the game. He called his game he called that game versus the Lakers tra- trash. I wouldn't exactly call it trash when you get a triple double, but uh, trash. I mean, uh, then he was like, oh, okay, let's I'll get that out of my system, and then play the Clippers and drop forty five with ten rebounds and a perfect ten for ten first quarter. Uh, I mean, I mean, he was, I mean, he, I think he had the overall, uh, top performance, top performances of the week in the Western Conference. Yeah, I mean, Steph Curry is definitely a solid choice. I kind of went back and forth on this one. I'm not sure, and I probably will change the criteria every week because that sounds fun to me, but, uh, I really wanted to pick a player 
that was on a team that won, you know, because typically the MVP and one of the, yeah, one of the reasons that I think I'll go back and forth on it a little bit, but I mean, Steph Curry last year probably didn't win the MVP because of how the Warriors were as a team. So, you know, it's hard to say. There's not going to be consistent criteria. That's my point here. But um, so mine's going to be Paul George, though. Uh, I think that's my final decision is Paul George had a they went 0-2 this week, but they played really tough against the Warriors. They had a very close loss to the Grizzlies as well. But that was of no fault of Paul George. He played like an absolute animal this week. He had the number one efficiency rating for the first week of the season. Averaged 35 points, 10.5 rebounds, 5 assists. I mean, he lit uh, two steals. Didn't uh, average three turnovers, which considering how much he's been relied on really isn't that much. And he just, he really, if the Clippers, I think comparing what Paul George is going to have to do with the Clippers is if he's, if the Clippers are going to be good this season, I think it's pretty comparable to what Steph had to do last year. I think maybe the Clippers are a little more well-rounded than the Warriors were last season, but you, I don't disagree. I was wondering if it was going to be one of your overreactions, actually, that Paul George could, is an MVP candidate or could win MVP because you said that before. I, I picked. Paul George to win MVP this year. Was that your official pick? We never actually did official picks, but he, uh, no, I think he definitely, people aren't talking about him. I believe you said he was your dark horse candidate, but I agree with you. I hey, think he's actually a very hey, good candidate. No need to get tactical. Oh, I'm getting technical here because that does not mean he was your choice, but I, I do. I think that's a good one because a lot of the offensive burden is going to be on his shoulders. They were I it does factor in a little bit to me that they played two playoff teams that but they didn't they were t- they played them tough and Paul George was a big reason why if Paul George didn't have that performance they would have lost by like 30 points each game so uh to me what Paul George did this week was impressive so he is my western conference player of the week all right uh, i mean and i mean i'm going to i'm going to throw my I'm going to throw my second place guy out there. Okay. Uh, is John Morant. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and again, they won both of their games this week. He won both of their game, won both games this week. I mean, versus the Cavaliers, look at his line, 37 points, six rebounds, six assists, and two blocks versus Cleveland in the win. I mean, John Morant, I mean, it, I mean, he's little, but it doesn't shock me given that he plays with, he kind of plays with Russell Westbrook-like effort a lot of the time, so that doesn't shock me that he would get a, some blocks. But And then he followed up, uh, beat, beat the Clippers, and that was a, that was a great game. Mm-hmm. This is the Clippers. Had 28 points, two rebounds, eight assists, so good he, if he, John Morant's a guy that, I mean, I think, I think he's gonna, I think he's really gonna take a step forward this week, and he definitely started out on the right foot. Yeah, I had two honorable mentions. Ja was one, and then I don't, I mean, it seems like cop out, but my other one was Jokic. I mean, I feel like he's just always gonna put up numbers. And I feel like he'll either be in consideration or an honorable mention almost every single week. But another team, they went 2-0. They did beat the Suns, so that's a high-quality win. The other one was against the Spurs. So, 
I mean, not really the high quality of a win. I mean, hey, about looks, it, but I mean, hey, I mean, they're playing tough right now. I'll give them that. Uh, but 29 and a half points, 14 and a half rebounds, four and a half assists. I mean, Jokic is going to do his thing, and he had a nice start to the season. Yep. So, what do you got in the Eastern Conference? All right, now now that now that it's interesting because Steph Curry is not in the East. Uh, uh, my Eastern Conference Player of the Week is Julius Randle. God dang it! <laughs> I mean, was he your, was he yours? I was between two guys, but I wanted to see who you were gonna pick. But uh, I was leaning. So Randall. I'm looking at it. Both wins, obviously. I mean, my my players every week are probably going to be from teams that want, want that, that kind of went undefeated that week that, uh, so that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm, that's kind of where I'm going with it. Uh, Julius Randle versus Boston, 35 points, eight rebounds, nine assists, uh, three blocks. Uh, and then versus, I mean, then he played the magic. I mean, the magic or uh, the magic. But 21 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals. And I think what, at least early on, what this these two box scores prove is that uh, Tom Thibodeau is not going to change his ways. And Julius Randle is going to be asked to do everything. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and that... But that's that's the per that's I mean we're not talking about the Knicks in terms of their chances to win this year, but you're you're talking about an individual uh, award or uh, mention like Player of the Week. I think Randall is in Randall's in prime a prime spot to get up get these on se- several occasions. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Um, I mean, we just keep hating on the Knicks. I mean, and they keep and they keep winning. So I don't really know what to say. About it. I just I, there's so much talent in the Eastern Conference, but I, I'm really intrigued to see what the Knicks are going to do this year because we hated on them. Other people hated on them. Everyone's hating on the Knicks after a really nice season. And I mean, so far, so good for them. So. Uh, this is tough for me, then. I'm going to go in the other direction again. A, a guy that just put up big numbers this week. Uh, I'm going to give it to Kevin Durant. So the Nets, once again, another team. They were not counting today's game. So they went 1-1 uh, and one on the week. But Durant really had a pretty huge week. 30.5 points, 13 rebounds, 8 assists. Uh, he was really effective. And I think that... They lost to the Bucks on opening night. That was a tough loss for him, but it was really not any of his doing. So a big week for Kevin Durant. I think he's worth mentioning. That's why I think Julius Randle is very worthy. I had two my two honorable mentions. Uh, Zach Levine's one of them for me. He had a very Zach quiet. Levine my, Zach Levine was my was my number two guy. Was he? Because a lot of people don't talk about Zach Levine so I, still. Because everyone. Think, I, yeah, I think the issue, I think at least for this week for me, is that he did kind of cool off. The strength Detroit. of schedule. He did cool off versus Detroit, shot six of eighteen, and two of six from three. But interestingly enough, had his highest plus minus out of the three games in that in that game versus Detroit. Uh, Man. 
I just think he's a forgotten man right now. Everybody wants to talk about Lonzo coming in and DeRozan and Vukovic and Zach Levine's still kind of the centerpiece of that team. I think the reason for that is that, and I think this is why I think Zach Levine personally is going to have the best season out of all of them, if we're being honest. And that Zach Levine's playing for a new contract. Yeah. So and man, guys like DeRozan, Lonzo, Vukovic, they got they have their money now. The, the Levines like, hold up, where's my money? You know, and he's I think that's money is a huge and Levine. Look, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how everybody performs on a weekly basis because I think there's gonna be. There's going to be weeks where, you know, Lonzo stands out in the week, and there's going to be times where DeRozan and Vukovic stand out. You know, that's that's going to be the one thing is that with the Bulls to watch every week is that, okay, who's going to be – who's standing out this week for Chicago? That's going to be interesting to follow. I'm going to throw another name in there because right. we haven't talked about this team at all. Another My other honorable mention – is go- no god no um going a little <laughs> further down not really on most people's radar but he was really important for them defensively and on the offensive end but uh, i want to give a shout out to the washington wizards who might be the only undefeated team we haven't mentioned yet and the jazz i guess but um but the w- wizards are undefeated right now beating the pacers and raptors which are not I mean, they're pretty quality wins, honestly. Two teams that are going to be in playoff contention. Um, And Spencer Dinwiddie was a pretty big part of it. Like I said, especially defensively. But uh, so far, he's been a facilitator as well, averaging seven and a half assists. We talked about that in the Wizards episode. Was he capable of being a main ball handler? And so far, he's done that with success. And he had a really nice week. So I wanted to at least shout him and the Wizards out because they need some love, too. Because they looked much improved so far. Yeah. Yeah, they do. If we're going to talk about the Timberwolves improving, we have to talk about the Wizards improving. Um, All right. I'm going to talk about my three rookies then that I have that had nice weeks. Cade Cunningham didn't get to play this week. Uh, We have a lot of other top picks that are out as well. Kuminga. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan or Jalen Green was horrendous. <laughs> I mean, that's worth mentioning as he was really, really bad. Um, but which was surprising because he was really good in the G League last year. He's played against a higher level of competition. And if there's one rookie, you're like, that guy's going to be off to a hot start. To me, it would have been Jalen Green. So a little surprising, but, I mean, you know, hope you are. Right. It is. I mean, yeah. I mean, but it is. You. I don't think you can over. You can't overreact to any rookies games this season. But if we're talking definitely if we're talking the week in the man, it was it was not he was definitely not an MVP. <laughs> no, uh yeah. That's very <laughs> nicely put, caveman of you. Uh my three top rookies this week, Evan Mobley of the Cavaliers had a really nice start with fifteen point seven points, eight and a half rebounds, three assists. Look pretty good defensively, too. Average over two blocks this week. Um, so a nice start for Evan Mobley. Chris Duarte, of yeah, course, which he had a huge like, what, start. Where, and, where was this uh, coming from? Yeah, that was freaking huge. I didn't know he was starting. Yeah, I mean, he's starting in the lineup with TJ Warren still out right now. 
offensively, I mean, we talked about it in his breakdown. I mean, this guy's ready to contribute offensively day. And defensively, he's not a bad defender either. He's a better team defender than an individual defender. But he uh, offensively, he's ready to ball out. I mean, he's he at 45% from three-point land this week. Had that big game against the Hornets. They ended up losing, but part of the reason they were in that game was because of Chris Duarte. So he had 27 points in his debut. Um, also, yeah, so he averaged over 20 points for the week. A nice start for Chris Duarte. I still, I said in his team break or his preview before he even got drafted, I said he was going to be one of those guys nobody talked about being on the all rookie team, but would end up on the all rookie team. I think that I still stand by that. I think that this is a guy that's going to just, he's going to be a consistent contributor for them all season. My number one this week though, is one of my boys. He had a really nice week, Josh and Kuma? I was shouting to God. Don't ever say that name to me again. He did actually play this week, though, which was surprising. He hit his he first three-pointer, three. so cool. Yeah. Um, so Scotty Barnes is my number one rookie this week. Uh, he defensively was really good to nobody's surprise, and he provided a lot of that energy that we talked about all offseason. But he was really good off. Who correct? Who correctly guessed that pick? I don't know. I don't know. Whoever did that is not very smart. Um, Ouch. no way. It was a good call, okay, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, he averaged 18 points this week. Had 10 rebounds. Averaged 10 rebounds. Averaged almost two assists. He was very, like I said, defensively in the energy that he brought for a 20 year old rookie coming in. I mean, it's super impressive. I thought he was gonna bring that energy, but to see it already happening this early in the season I think is really promising and I'll go as far we haven't seen Cade yet so it's a little premature but Scotty Barnes is going to have his name in that rookie of the year conversation I everyone was saying Jalen Green or Cade Cunningham end of story I don't think that's end of story I think Scotty Barnes is going to have something to say right, about for, that I think, I think and for that matter you already you talk, already talked about him I think I think you can kind of throw Evan Mobley in to that we didn't even know where he was going to fit into into the rotation. And here we are three games in. He's averaging 35 minutes a game. So clearly he's very heavily he's in that rotation. Very, he's going to be very involved <laughs> in this. Uh, uh, in this uh, if, if he's getting that those type of minutes, he's going to have a lot of opportunity to put up solid numbers. Uh, kind of piggybacking off what you're talking about with the rookies that, uh, I, I mean, I'm kind of – I kind of want to, for a second, I kind of want to talk about how overall, just this class, at least out the gate, I mean, aside from Cade, who hasn't played, but this class has looked, has looked as a whole, looked better than I would have anticipated coming off the gate. I mean, you didn't have a really, a ton, outside of like Jalen Green, a ton, rook, the rookies that played a good amount of minutes generally did good out the gate. Mm-hmm. Aside, I mean, aside from Jalen Green, which has been a train wreck so far, but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of my overall tip. That's kind of my overall thing from the rookie, from the rookies. Uh, the guy, the, the ones that were given opportunity outside of Jalen Green really performed well. Yeah. I mean, I think we were underrating last year, how challenging it was for the rookies coming in after the crazy COVID season, a lack of training camp, and it was just a weird off season. So a lot of the rookies, I think, naturally struggled last season. So I think that you'll see a different 
story this year. But yeah, I mean, that's a good point to make, though, is a lot of the rookies looked very solid in week one, with the exception of Jalen. Sorry, Jalen Green. Sorry, Jalen Green. I'm sure there'll be better days ahead. You're all right. But um, yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. So uh, I think that's it for the players of the week, then. We're going to do, that's kind of the gist of this. Keep it, you know, around 15 minutes just talking about guys that were hot the previous week. So we appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, wherever you listen to audio podcasts, and we'll see you next time. Yep.